Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them that thy profiting may appear to all. 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 15. This is a very, very interesting verse because on the surface it looks like it's giving you instruction, which it is at the beginning. But what most people don't realize about this verse is that it's actually laying out a process that happens organically, whether you're meditating on the Word of God or not. Now, if you ask me by the Spirit of God, I will always encourage you to meditate on the Word of God because the Word of God always has good things for you. However, meditation is not limited to the Word of God. In fact, in the world at the moment, when you, th- when you say the word meditation to any layman on the street, immediately they think of Buddhism, that meditation is a Buddhist practice. And I used to be like this as well when I was a man of the world. I used to believe that meditation was, um, you know, a copyrighted or trademarked, <laughs> you know, to Buddhism. Little did I know that meditation was actually an Old Testament, I mean, even New Testament as well, because this particular verse does come from the New Testament, but it was also an Old Testament practice. Men of God used to meditate on the law. Men of God used to meditate on what the Spirit of God would minister unto them, either in a dream or in a vision, or what the angel of God would minister unto them in a dream or a vision. Meditate upon these things. What are these things? When the Bible tells you, you know, when 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 15 is telling you to meditate upon these things. I mean, the word of God, right? The promises of God, right? All the things that God tells you, right? Yet, in the world at the moment, whether people realize it or not, they are meditating on the things of the world. And when you meditate on the things of the world long enough, you actually give yourself holy to to them. And when I say holy, I mean completely. That's holy with a W. This is an organic process. This happens naturally. When you meditate upon something for long enough, you actually give yourself to it completely, whether you realize it or you don't. This is a mystery, that a mystery of being human. I don't know about animals. I don't know if animals meditate on anything. I don't even know if animals, you know, I can't speak for them. I can speak for the human experience. When you meditate upon something for long enough, you actually give yourself to that thing. Think about, let's say, the job that you're in at the moment. Or think about the relationships you're in at the moment. Think about the life that you have at the moment. Before you attain that life that you have at the moment, Weren't you meditating upon that thing before you attained it, before you gave yourself to it? You meditated. You're looking at the pros and the cons, the ups and the downs, the ins and the outs, the, you know, the trade-offs that you have to make, the sacrifices, and all these things. You're meditating upon that thing that's in your life or those things that are in your life. Then at some point, you're like, all right, I'm going in. What do you think that means? You're giving yourself to that thing or those things 
that's an organic that's a natural process it's a byproduct it's a step two but i'll call it a byproduct of meditating when you meditate upon something for long enough you then give yourself to it and then what happens next when you give yourself to something the profiting of that thing will appear not just to you but to everyone around you to everyone in your life the best the easiest example is the job right you meditate upon a certain career a certain career path a certain job that's in front of you and then at some point you give yourself to it you submit that application you know you study you learn about that job or that thing that you want to do that career that you want to get into and then when you give yourself to it you start you know the profit of doing that job or the profit of going into the, that career starts appearing you start becoming more knowledgeable about it you start making connections with people in that industry you start speaking like them you start thinking like them you even get offered a job in that the job that you want to maybe one even better depending on how much you gave yourself to that particular job or career that you're meditating on and then the profiting and the profiting isn't just the income yes the income will come but the lifestyle the way of life of do, living that job or fulfilling that job or that career it appears not just to you but to everyone around you people start calling you whatever that job title is whatever that career is they'll start referring to you as that and it it is not limited to a job i'm just using that as an example it could be a relationship there's a girl or a guy that you see that you really like you start meditating on them thinking about how amazing life would be if you're with them what you do together the places you would go the laughs you would have the memories you'd create the stories you'd tell together then one day you give yourself in and you go and ask this person on a date or you ask them out or you start having conversations with them you start getting to know them and then the profit you know the profit of doing that thing will appear people start seeing that you have a relationship maybe it starts as friends then you become good friends then the today's world uh, friends with benefits is also a, you know it's a it's a thing thing <laughs> as they say and then you know you actually officially start dating you call yourself you know girlfriend and boyfriend you stick around long enough or your love goes that deep enough that you become engaged to be married and then you get married and then you have kids and you know you live happily ever after in you know, unto eternity <laughs> but the point is you submitted yourself to that process and this process begins with meditation meditating meditating upon the things these things the problem people of the world have is that people of the world meditate upon things that are of the world that is the problem there people meditate on things that are of the world and and it leads them the profit the profit they're in that they receive is not great i'll give you one example split into two sections right and these these are the examples that are coming to mind at the moment by the spirit of god for the old school type person who gets their news from mainstream media they meditate on the word of the media 
And for anyone who knows, the word of the media is constantly bad news. It's constantly crisis. It's, const it's fear-based for the most part. There's either some kind of crisis, there's always something bad that's happening somewhere in the world, and that is always all that they report on. If you're constantly consuming that, then you, you'll be meditating on it. You, you watch today's news, it's half an hour, an hour, who knows how long it goes for. I, mean, I don't tune into the news, that's not my thing. But that's what you start meditating on. Oh, this bad thing happened here. Oh, this bad thing happened there. Oh, there's this crisis that's coming now. Oh, there's that crisis that's coming now. Oh, you know, woe is me. And then at some point you give yourself into it. Okay, this crisis is coming now. The government says I have to do this. Or the media says I have to do that. You give yourself into that crisis. You believe it. You believe it's real. Perception is reality, right? So you believe it's real and then you give yourself into it. And then the profit of doing that is that you're always stressed. You're always anxious. And if you stick around long enough, you even become depressed because you think, you believe that the world is a messed up bad place, which there are sections that are pretty messed up and bad. I'm not, gonna, I'm not saying the world is perfect. We actually live in a fallen world. The world is in a fallen state. It can be in a better state, but for the most part at the moment, it's in a fallen state. It's biblical and it manifests. It's in a fallen state. But you only get to that point by meditating on things of the media. Social media, more or less the same thing. You consume a lot of what you see on these social media platforms where people are presenting their best lives. And for the most part, people are presenting, well, people, we, we all know that a lot of people fake what they put on social media. But for those who don't know, they believe that, that that is that person's life. Like what they're presenting is their reality and it looks better than their, your lived reality. And you consume it and you consume it and when you consume it, you start, you meditate on it. You're meditating on it. You're meditating on it. You're thinking about it. You're pondering it and you're meditating on it. And then you give yourself into that belief like, yeah, you know what? That person's life is better than mine. That person is driving a better car. That person is in a better relationship. That person's partner is more attractive than mine. That person's children is, uh, are more beautiful, more smarter or, or fitter or more obedient than mine are. Whatever it is you're comparing yourself to or whomever it is you're comparing yourself to or whomever's life you're comparing yourself to. And guess what? The profit of that type of meditation not only appears to you don't think that the prophet just appears to you it appears to everyone around you it appears to all because the scripture says thy profiting may appear to all so will everyone will see it if i'm in your life i will see it your family's in your life they'll see it what's the profit of of meditating on what you see on social media you become anxious and it leads to depression. There's a lot of anxiety and depression. In fact, there's studies upon studies. I haven't gone too deep into them, but there's studies that show that spending too much time on social media actually leads to anxiety and depression. And people even kill themselves because they don't think their life is worth living. Because what they're looking at, they're looking at people's fake projected lives, fake and or projected lives, and they believe that that's their real life and they believe that their life is better than that person's life is better than their life and their life is not worth living. So what's the profit? They end their own. But what God is telling you to do is to meditate on the things of God. Meditate on the things of God. 
Meditate on what Christ Jesus has done for you. Right now in the world, there's this whole idea of abundance, right? Having an abundance mindset. When I was in the world, when I tried to understand it, like, oh, it's, things are abundant and everything, but I was, con- you know, I was consuming media and social media and it all looked like things were scarce, like things are running out, they were in crisis and all that kind of things. It was hard to maintain an abundance mindset when you're constantly being fed scarcity. But when you look at what Jesus did, well, like one of the things he says is, this is from John chapter 10, verse 10. It says, the thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. So that's already pretty negative. That's the thief. And to me, the thief right now is the spirits that run the world, specifically the enemy. But he says, and I come that you might have life, or I, I am come that they might have life, and that they might have they might have it more abundantly. This is biblical, and this is King James Version. I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. So he sacrificed himself for us. If we're the sheep, if he's the good shepherd, we're the sheep, he's looking after us. That means his word, his life, and his spirit has nothing but good things for us. So what happens when we start meditating on the good things that Christ Jesus has for us as the good shepherd who has come to give us life and life more abundantly? What happens when you meditate on these things opposed to the things of the world? Like I've said, this is a natural process. This verse is actually giving you a natural process. Meditate on these things. The more you meditate on the word of God, specifically on what Christ Jesus has done for you and is still doing for you through the grace of His and the power of his Holy Spirit, you give yourself to that reality because, again, perception is reality. So what are you perceiving? If perception is reality, what are you perceiving? Because what you're perceiving is what you'll be meditating on. Those are the things you'll be meditating on. So control what you perceive. Control what's coming in. Because what's coming in is what you're going to meditate on. And then what you meditate on is what you're going to give yourself to completely, wholly. You will give yourself to that whether you realize it or you don't. Whether you realize it or you don't, that is what you're going to be giving yourself to naturally because you're constantly meditating on a specific thing or a specific set of things and what's going to happen after that you're meditating on the things of god yet then you then you give yourself to the things of god completely then the profit the profit that comes from meditating and giving yourself to the things of god will start to appear not only to you but to those around you to those who encounter you. And one of them, this is just one, life more abundantly. Life more abundantly. I'll say it again, life more abundantly. You'll be led by the good shepherd and you have a life more abundantly. If you're a sheep and Jesus is your shepherd and he wants you to have life more abundantly, then he's always going to lead you to green pastures because he wants his sheep to be healthy. He wants his sheep to be be fit. 
to be good, to be of good health, to have life more abundantly. This is not just your health, your psychology, your emotions, your finances, your relationships, everything that you care about, Jesus cares about as well. But he has a way, way, way better version of that than what the world has to offer. He has a way better version of that than what the world has to offer. But it begins by you meditating on the word of God. As opposed to meditating on mainstream media, on the word of mainstream media, or the word of social media, or the word of your friends who, are, who consume those things. Because even the people around you, the word of your peers... If your peers are constantly consuming the word of media, the word of social media, or the word of gossip, the word of treachery, the word of mischief, show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. Show me your peers and I'll show you who you are. You know this. This is not new to you. If it is, then congratulations. Now you know. If you're constantly consuming the word of God from the scripture itself, from a man or a woman of God, or from friends, peers, who consume the word, go to Bible study, planted, not hopping from church to church, planted in a church somewhere where the Spirit of God dwells and is alive and is actually edifying the church. That's what you become and that's the kind of life you start to manifest. That is what you are going to give yourself to. That's what you need to start meditating on. But it begins with you meditating on the things, on these things, meditating on the things of God. Because meditating on the things of God and then you naturally giving yourself to that, you're not fighting it, you're pouring yourself into the things of God. Then, only then, will you then start profiting from that and it will be apparent not just to you but to everyone around you and everyone you encounter. And with just one of these things is life more abundantly. What is, what is your definition of life? Right now, people are worried about health. People want to be healthier. All right? Done. People want to be emotionally, they want emotional health. They want to be emotionally in a good state. Done. Psychologically, you want to be in a good state. Done. Financially, you want to be in a good state. Done. Spiritually, you want to be in a good state. Done. This is what God wants for you, for his children. He doesn't want you to worry about tomorrow. He doesn't want you to worry about your paycheck. He doesn't want you to worry about what your, your boss is going to do or going to say. He doesn't want you to worry about crisis. If you read the Bible, you watch that when the children of God followed what God said, they were averting crisis or they were turning crisis around into their favor. They were producing testimonies. The Bible is a testament of people's lives who lived by the word of God, which came by the spirit of God. The only, and this is my belief, that the reason we have the scriptures now is because God knew how distracted the world was going to be, so he created a manuscript, so to speak, so that people can find him. If you don't know how to consume the word of God for your good, how can you profit from what God has to offer you? Because the word of God just points you to God. It shows you how to find him. It's like Google Maps. If your big problem right now is finances, 
read what Jesus did for you in regards to finances. That he died. He, that, not that he died, sorry. That he chose to have a poor life. He was rich. He's the son of God. He's the, king, he's the son of the king of the universe. So which means he's rich. But he chose to have a poor life. So that we can be rich through him. But if we don't have him, if we have not received him, if we have not received his Holy Spirit, if we are not renewing our minds in Christ, developing a mind of Christ, which is exactly what he wants by consuming his word and knowing how to engage with him in the spirit, how can we then attain, how can we then have the riches that he has for us? If we don't meditate on the things of God, how can we then give ourselves to them so we can profit of those things that are of God and how can that even appear to those around us let alone ourselves if you're constantly meditating on the past then you give yourself to your past then you're going to profit from your past it's that simple this verse the mystery in this verse should change your life by listening to this message today I'm going to read it one more time so maybe by the Spirit of God you pick this up and you run with it. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them that thy profiting may appear to all. It's not asking you to pray. It's asking you to meditate. Just start with meditating on these things. 10 minutes a day. 20 minutes a day. I encourage you if you... 20 minutes a day, that's for me, that's like, that's good if you're a beginner. 20 minutes a day, either pick up a scripture or find a man of God, but I highly recommend this scripture. Let the word enter you. Read it out loud. Read, I mean, the, the words, the, read it out loud. Pick up, a, pick up your Bible or go to BibleGateway.com. That's a nice online resource. Put in a word, like use it like Google, use it like a search engine. If you're after riches, if you want to understand how God views riches, put in the word riches or wealth. If you want to understand emotion, put in the word emotion. See what verses show up on emotion. If you want to understand abundance, put in the word abundance. See what verses show up. It's like the internet has made learning the word of God easier, way easier. Because you can do keyword searches to learn what the word of God says about a particular topic. And you can choose whatever version of the Bible you, you want to read. I highly recommend King James Version. There's something about the King James Version. Yes, it's poetic. The way it is written for me is, I believe it, it holds a lot of mystery. Uh, it holds a lot of mystery. I just love the way it's written. But you, for you, it might be another version. It could be the new King James Version, which is not a bad version either. But my preference is the old school King James Version. You find your version, but I highly recommend King James Version. If your topic is friends, peers, just figure out what word were they using for friends. Were they using peers or were they using something else? Relationships, you know? You want to know what, what the Bible says on sex, for example. Go check it out because at the end of the day, forget... People, the problem with people is that you always try to look at it from man's or what, you know, what the Bible calls a carnal perspective, which means using your worldly eyes, a carnal perspective. You need to look at things from a spiritual perspective. Specifically, you need to train yourself or condition yourself. I would say this, you need to condition yourself to see things 
how God wants you to see them, not how you want them to see, not how you want to see them, and not how the world wants you to see them, but how God wants you to see them. And this begins by first meditating on his word, reading his word for what it is, reading his word for what it is, meditating on it, meditating on it. Then the spirit of God will inspire you and it will reveal things to you because you're putting in effort. God likes to see effort. If you're actually putting in effort to get to know him through his word, he will start revealing things to you. It's, it's almost like magic. But I believe it's better. I call it a mystery. God is a mystery. But one of the mysteries that I've unlocked or that's been revealed to me is that when you put in effort to get to know him for who he is, not who you think he is or who you th the world tells you he is or who religion tells you he is, but who he actually is, then the, you know, the, you, then you get to realize what true spirituality is and what a spiritual life actually means and what God actually wants for you, his children. But it begins with meditating on the things of God and where you can find the things of God is in the Holy Scripture, in the Holy Bible, in the Word of God itself. If you already have a man of God, I pray that he's not a wolf in sheep's clothing. I pray he's not a wolf in sheep's clothing, clothing because there are some men of God masquerading as good people, but really they're ravenous wolves. I, I'm not here to point out names. It's not my jurisdiction to do that, but I, at least I can make you aware that there are people like that. All I can say is at the end of the day, if your man or woman of God is not pointing you to Christ Jesus, and they're actually pointing to themselves, or something else that's not Christ Jesus. Run. Run. Because Christ Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one goes to the Father except through him. God has everything you ever desire. He even has all the unlocks, all the strategies, all the keys. In fact, Jesus has all the keys. But God has all the treasures all the storehouses, all the resources that you need to acquire or you need to work with or you need to gain access to, to produce the life that you desire on whatever scale or whatever dimension you want to, desire, you want to manifest it in, whether it's physical health, emotional health, psychological health, financial health, spiritual health, or the whole package family, relationships, community, making the world a better place. Really, making the world a better place is, is uh, living by heavenly principles. That's it. That's all we have to do as a, as a race. Like, that's, that's the answer. If everyone or at least critical mass of people started living by heavenly principles, starting with their household because charity begins at home, change begins at home, and not forcing it on your family members, but you, you, your first home is your, where your soul dwells. That's your first home. And then from there, it's where your body dwells, which is the house where you and your family live. And then from there, it goes out to your peers. You're going to repel those. You're going to repel those who don't want to bring heaven on earth. But then you're going to attract those who do want to bring heaven on earth. And when you bring heaven on earth, then you actually... Re you, 
you start to eliminate the fallen nature. God ha- God will have no choice but to eliminate the fallen nature of the earth and those who are of the world who are in that fallen state and are rejecting God. If if they are rejecting God then God will reject them, especially if he has full dominion over the earth through us, his children. But until we get to that point where we where it all needs to begin is you meditating on the things of God. Because what will naturally happen from there is that you give yourself wholly to them and the the profit of doing that will appear to you and to others. And this is a natural process, but it, all you have to focus on is meditating on the things of God. Then everything else will follow through. You don't have to then say, "Okay, how do I give myself to this?" It will come. You see it. God will reveal it to you. Again, he likes to see effort. And then when he reveals it to you and you follow through, then now you're showing obedience, which is another thing God likes. And then you start you, your character starts to change, your behavior starts to change. You start to now um mold yourself to become you know come into the image of God that he has for you. And then everything he all the profit that he has for you will start to appear to your friends. People start saying, "Oh, wow, you're 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 glowing. You're um you, I love the way you think or I love the way you process um certain information or you don't stress as you don't worry as much how do you do that or how are you making your money like you know you you seem to be doing a good thing and it's generating an income how do you do that oh man your prayer life is so deep like I hear that you pray for 2 hours a day or something like that who knows what others will see others will see what I I think what they you know I'm I'm speculating here I've just dipped into my soul I should be in my spirit for this entire thing but people will see what they desire of themselves they'll see you emanate that light and they would like to have that for themselves and you become their source you become their source but for you listening to this episode listening to this message right now the message for you is to meditate on the things of God meditate on the things of God then you give yourself to them completely wholly entirely that thy profiting may appear to all including yourself that is all i have time for today that is all i have time for today i pray that this message enters you by the spirit of god i pray that now you are aware that you know meditation is not limited to spiritual things like even meditation happens whether you you realize it or not if you are even focusing on worldly things and i pray that you consciously shift your meditative habit whether you are aware of it or not you shift that meditative habit from worldly things to godly things specifically the god of israel because there's a lot of new age stuff telling you to to pray to specific other gods that you know i don't have beef with but they seem to have beef with my god christ jesus which only tells me one thing if all these gods have a problem with my god that means my god must be pretty powerful because he 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 doesn't he's not showing any signs of of failing or falling apart or anything like that in fact he's getting stronger so meditate on the things of god i'll read the verse one more time and we'll close meditate upon the things oh sorry meditate upon these things give thyself wholly to them that thy profiting may appear to all and that comes from 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 15 thank you for your time and your attention today my name is walu 
I am currently a man of no reputation, but a God-fearing and faithful man nonetheless. Take care, God bless, meditate upon the things of God, and I will catch you on the next episode of the Spirit Driven Podcast. Shalom, shalom.